Dr. Beverly Yates is an expert on weight loss and women's health, including PCOS weight loss. She has over two decades of clinical experience, is a caring doctor, and lifelong athlete. In her former career as an MIT-educated electrical engineer, Dr. Beverly was a problem solver. Now, as a doctor, she continues to use her problem-solving skills to help other women solve their weight loss problems. So, Dr. Beverly, what is PCOS? How many women are affected, and is PCOS easy to diagnose? Well, hi, good morning. Yeah, you know, PCOS, the letters, they stand for polycystic ovarian syndrome. And it's quite a mouthful, but basically it is a cluster of symptoms that can really lead to a poor quality of life and to some specific health problems. Um, it's not easy to diagnose, and often it's a diagnosis that's missed because it is a somewhat odd cluster of symptoms, and not all the symptoms have to be present for a woman to, to truly be experiencing polycystic ovarian syndrome. At this point in time, we do think it's a lifelong condition. And the good news is, is that it can be managed and relief can be gotten, but women need to know specifically what to do that will be helpful for them. It appears that about 5 to 8% of women worldwide are affected, including in the United States. The numbers are consistent around the, around the world. Wow. But um, I can't... You know, there isn't just one test today to go and say, oh, this means you have PCOS. No, it's not quite that simple. Right. What are some of the typical symptoms of PCOS? Some of the typical symptoms can be that a woman has irregular menstrual periods. Um, and when I say irregular, I mean irregular. I don't mean it's off by a day or two. It can be by weeks, sometimes months. It might go missing altogether okay. or just be really erratic where she may have one or two periods close together and then none for a few months and then maybe a month or two where her cycles seem like they're coming at regular interval. You know, the normal menstrual cycle should be right around 29 days between when the bleeding first starts. So day one is when the menstrual period starts, and then a menstrual period can last for most women somewhere between three to five days, and then it ends, typically. And then it starts up again about 29 days later, roughly a month. Right. Uh, for some women, particularly with PCOS, that's not what they experience. So that's one of the key symptoms. There's some others, though. Um, they might have what's called hirsutism, which is an easy growth or overgrowth, really, of hair in places where we don't expect it on women. So they'll have hair on their face. They might have increased body hair, um, hair in ways that it might be visible and uncomfortable or just, you know, culturally feel a little awkward. Some women experience increased acne well past the years of puberty. Okay. Uh, for other women, though, the biggest issue with PCOS is easy weight gain and a heck of a time, a really hard time, with weight loss. Right. Women with PCOS typically struggle with losing weight and keeping their weight in a healthy weight range, you know, managing their weight. And that's about 60% of women with PCOS have issues with their weight. About 40% seem to be at a healthy weight, and, and don't. that's not their struggle. Mm -hmm. But for most ladies with PCOS, this becomes a big deal. Right. So that kind of leads right into my next question, and maybe if it's possible to expand on it a little bit further. Sure. But, um, why do women with PCOS experience such an incredible level of frustration with losing weight? Oh, boy, that's a, that's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> why, huh? You want to know some causes? Okay. Well, there's a few things that really matter. Um, the frustration, you know, just the em emotional um, angst that can go with PCOS has a lot to do with the simple fact that when women have PCOS, they'll find that they'll do a lot of really smart stuff for their health, and they don't always get the benefit. So I'll give you an example. It is certainly a truism that just because someone eats a lot of junk 
it may not mean they have a problem with their weight. So if you look at somebody and they're slender, even skinny, you can't necessarily say that they eat healthfully. Right. But if someone has a problem with their weight, you know, let's face it, if there's issues with weight, they're very visible. The world can look at you and see if you have a problem with your weight. People will make an assumption that someone doesn't care for themselves well, they're overeating, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And that might not be true. The frustration for women with PCOS around weight loss has to do with the fact that for a lot of these women, by the time they realize that nutrition matters, they start eating well, and they're exercising regularly, they might not experience weight loss. It may not be that simple as, you know, eat less and move more, let's mm -hmm. say. You know, a recipe that, for instance, can work so well for most men, most of the time for women with PCOS, it's just not that simple. And, and thus the frustration, you know, they don't get the reward for the effort they've put in. Yeah, I mean, that sounds incredibly frustrating, that's for yeah. sure. not um, fair, not fair. Yeah, exactly. So for PCOS sufferers, are there two to three important things that really matter for weight loss? And what does every woman who has PCOS and is struggling with weight loss need to know? Yeah, there are two or three things that really are critical to, to know that matter for weight loss. If you're a woman who has PCOS and is just, you know, suffering from the realities of the difficulty that goes with trying to lose that weight. Mm -hmm. One is that it is critical to keep blood sugar as even as possible. Okay. To be specific, giving your blood sugar a rocket ride by eating candy or having uh, really um, blood sugar impacting things like cake and ice cream and sugar added, you know, like really sweet tea or really sweet lemonade will just be a disaster. And I can't tell you over the years how many patients I've had who've said, oh, I thought it was really healthy for me to start my day with a cup of coffee, you know, a few teaspoons of sugar in there, and some pastries or Danish or bagels, toast. And I thought that was a healthy thing to do. They're like, oh, it was a whole wheat bagel. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> no, this is a disaster if you have PCOS. Mm -hmm. It's just hitting your blood sugar like a bomb. And like any bomb, it leaves a lot of damage. In this case, it's relatively invisible. But it, it compounds the problems and makes it very hard to lose weight. You know, the body thinks, hey, we got lots of sugar coming in. We have calories coming in. Oh, we don't need to lose any weight. Let's just store it as fat. Right. And this cycle can be tough to break. It also, for some women with PCOS, can impact fertility. So keeping that blood sugar even can make a difference for conception, for family planning, for lots of different things, in addition to PCOS symptoms, including that irregular menstrual cycle. Okay. Are there any other um, important things that they should keep in mind? Besides, yes. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> if you're trying to lose weight, in particular if you have polycystic ovarian syndrome, we already know that hormonal balance is a factor. And, and clearly with PCOS, there's hormone imbalance. That's why the menstrual cycle can be so irregular. Why sometimes women who have PCOS can also have pronounced PMS or premenstrual syndrome kinds of symptoms too, just to add to the, the struggles. And sleep, getting quality sleep and having good stress management on board really can make a difference. Mm -hmm. Sleep is about a third of our lives as adults. And if you aren't sleeping well, you're not going to lose weight. And some people's sleep habits um, are not good. They don't support a healthy kind of a sleep cycle. And as a result, even though she might be eating well, she might be working on getting hormonal balance, she might be working on any number of things, she might be exercising regularly, she's not going to lose the weight. Right. Okay, so um, c coming off of that, why is having a healthy weight so important to managing PCOS? And does weight loss and weight management make a difference in their overall health? And does it bring relief from PCOS symptoms? Sure. Having a healthy weight, you know, being in the weight that makes sense for your height and, and body density is critical to managing PCOS. It makes it just a lot easier. Here's why. A lot of health parameters, it turns out, are tied to your weight. And as your weight goes up, 
then so do the risk of problems from having increased weight, whether you're just overweight or if you become obese. So high blood pressure is tied to this. Fertility and the ability to conceive and, and carry a baby all the way to term and have a healthy baby is tied to that blood sugar and healthy weight um, balance. Mm -hmm. Your uh, heart status, you know, how hard your heart has to work and how efficient your heart is at pumping blood around, that makes a difference. Excess weight also causes inflammation. It can add to joint pain. It can add to skin eruptions. It can add to problems with depression and anxiety. And not from body image issues. I'm not talking about how someone looks. I'm saying the chemicals from the inside that the extra fat makes poison the body. And so it just uh, magnifies, if you will, the hormone imbalance that's implicitly part of PCOS. And so women who are dealing with this can know that if they're looking at like a, a bullseye sort of a target, if they look at the very center circle, you know, the target on, or the bullseye on the target, mm -hmm. that blood sugar and healthy weight are smack center. And if they get that handled, man, they should get relief from the other things that go with PCOS. Yeah. Even a 5% drop in body weight can make a difference. So it's not like she has to, you know, be a superhero and get all the way to the end right. in like a month. You know, it's like, let's say she's obese and needs to lose 50 pounds, 100 pounds. If she loses 5% of excess weight, she's on her way. I've seen people have huge differences and then not need as much medication, let's say, for type 2 diabetes or for high blood pressure or not need it at all, depending on the details of their, their health. And that's exciting. Yeah. When a woman gets that kind of success after this sort of an unfair, frustrating situation, this constant struggle and suffering, oh, man, is she psyched. She's yeah. on board, right? Because finally, you know, she has to feel like, oh, my goodness, my body might actually be working normally. Mm -hmm. I might I might just be normal. And as they get closer to that, you know, people get excited and they do more positive things that support themselves. And I'm not saying they have to be perfect. I'm just saying that, you know, at least 80% of what they're doing is what's healthful for them. Right. Exactly. Well, it's good to know that just even a small change like that can make such a big difference. That Isn't just, that amazing? A small change. Yeah, it's awesome. So um, additionally, can herbs and supplements make a difference to losing weight if you have PCOS? You betcha. I've been really pleased at how gentle and supporting and effective herbs and supplements can be in making a difference to losing that weight if you have PCOS. Um, I just got a survey in yesterday, response from a lady who had come to my website, and she you know, had some really interesting things to say in her survey. And one of the things that she was asking about was, you know, what to do to get rid of her sugar monkey. In her case, she has a profound craving for sweets. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that's most unfair about PCOS? What's that? Almost all the ladies who struggle with this have cravings for specific foods. Usually, it's sweets more so than fats. Okay. And as your weight goes up, believe it or not, your body craves, guess what? Sugar. Yes. Nasty, huh? Mm -hmm. It takes about three weeks to really reverse that. And the use of specific herbs and supplements can really make a positive difference in, as I say, getting that sugar monkey off your back and having those sugar cravings calm and diminish and hopefully go away. For some women, they go away completely. For other women, they just subside. They go down quite a bit and they feel like they can totally manage it because it's just a little craving as opposed to they can't think about anything else kind of craving. Right. <laughs> Um, are there any specific herbs or supplements that, you know, you would suggest for at least the sugar cravings? Or Yeah, definitely. Uh, the one that comes first to mind is um, bitter melon. Bitter melon is used in other parts of the world, including Southeast Asia and India. And there, you know, it's part of medicinal use for people who have problems with 
Interestingly, blood sugar balance. It helps both with promoting, we think, a better blood sugar, according to the research that's been done, mm -hmm. and it also seems to change the, the tongue's preference for sweets. It really calms it down, so it's not quite so pleasurable right. and make a difference. So that's one example of an herb that's been used for hundreds of years by people all over the world um, as a positive partner for PCOS weight loss and also for just bringing better balance to that blood sugar. It's a central issue. And, you know, for a lot of us in the U.S. and other parts of the world, if we eat processed foods and all, we're getting way more starches and sugars and carbohydrates than we can benefit from. So, of oh, course, totally. we've got a weight problem. I mean, it, it's not a big secret how this gets going. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so some women who have PCOS worry that their body just doesn't work right and that the situation may be hopeless. Is there a reason to be hopeful? We kind of touched on this, but is there sure. anything further you'd like to add to that? Yes, yes, there is. There's absolutely a lot of reason to be hopeful. Um, any woman who has PCOS, I think it's understandable if she feels like her body just doesn't work right because a lot of the times, like I said in the beginning, she doesn't get the reward for doing the things that seem to work for other women that she knows, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's understandable. People want to just kind of throw their hands up in the air and go, oh, man, this is just not working for me. And so the thing about polycystic ovarian syndrome is that it's really important to figure out which of the set of symptoms under that umbrella of PCOS mm -hmm. are the most problematic, what are the things underneath that are most likely to affect it. So, for instance, if it's weight loss, then specific management of aspects of what they eat, certain kinds of exercise, along with the use, targeted use of herbs and supplements, really would be a good partner, along with lifestyle balance, right? Like eating mm -hmm. regularly, eating your meals with the bulk of your calories in the earlier part of the day, making sure you are done eating by 6 o'clock at night. If your typical bedtime, say, is 10 o'clock, so you've got at least four hours between... Uh, your last meal and, and bedtime, so your mm -hmm. gut isn't overwhelmed. You know, all of those pieces of both lifestyle, of supplements and herbs, um, medication if necessary, like say metformin can be a friend for, someone, for a woman on PCOS. Right. Um, all those put together, along with stress management and herbs and supplements that might make a difference there, mm -hmm. can really, you know, bring all of this together. So that a woman with PCOS who's trying to lose weight has every reason to be hopeful and to just be assured that at some point, if all the pieces of the puzzle are put together, her body will indeed work right. And she needs to know it will take time. You know, a lot of times in American culture, honestly, we have this idea that everything will happen for our health in about 24 hours or less. Right. And that it's a failure if it, doesn't, if it isn't magically better by the next day. Mm-hmm. And as I tell my patients, I'm like, look, you know, I'm not a magical being. Right. <laughs> but if you do what I tell you for a long enough period of time, in this case, I would say at least two to three months, more likely three to four months, mm -hmm. you will see a difference. Yeah. And then as you get the pieces of the puzzle understood and put in place the things that are going to work and be effective for you, you can now manage it and take it forward for the rest of your lifetime. Because as far as we know, this polycystic ovarian syndrome, this cluster of symptoms, and its fundamental hormonal imbalance right. goes forward in time. It isn't necessarily something that we can quote-unquote cure, but we can sure make a difference and impact and make it a heck of a lot better. Exactly. Well, is there anything else that you want to include about PCOS weight loss? Yeah. One other idea I'd like to share with anyone who's listening with this that I don't think is clearly uh, explained. Um, I want to be able to, you know, be part of the team that gets this clear in people's heads. Mm -hmm. When we say that PCOS is affected by hormonal imbalances, I want to make it clear to folks that one of the hormones I'm talking about is insulin. Insulin is a partner 
with blood sugar management. And so when blood sugar goes up, for whatever reason, insulin has to respond. And if your body makes insulin, it's coming out of your pancreas, and insulin goes and grabs your blood sugar, and hopefully puts it in your cells and makes it available as energy. When the insulin doesn't work as well, or the insulin is overwhelmed, then the extra energy produced by the blood sugar that's available in the blood, the glucose, then gets turned into fat. And once that fat storage machine gets turned on, it can be problematic to slow it down and turn it off. It's not impossible, but you need to know specifically what to do. On the other side of that is, since insulin is a hormone, we need to treat it with the same respect we would treat a hormone in our body like estrogen or progesterone or DHEA or testosterone. I think if people can, can, can just keep that idea in mind, like this is your take-home message, insulin is a hormone, mm -hmm. and that it absolutely has a balance point, just like every other hormone in your body, and that polycystic ovarian syndrome, P PCOS, and weight loss really is about hormonal balance, fundamentally, and blood sugar, in particular, balance and regulation, that you'll be at least halfway on your way to success. Perfect. Well, Dr. Beverly, thank you so much for your very helpful insights and for your time today. For more free PCOS weight loss tips and secrets, check out www.pcosweightlosstips.com. There you'll discover what works, what's nonsense, and why getting the facts from a credible source can make the difference in getting PCOS weight loss results. You don't have to do this alone. Go to www.pcosweightlosstips.com and get started now. Beverly, thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome. Take care. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.